0: You're tuning into the Fearless Fridays with Marianne podcast. As a best-selling author, certified life coach, and speaker, I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and transform you from the inside out. From time to time, you may hear a solo episode, but for the most part, we will be joined by real-life guests who have overcome adversity. But as they have done the work, today they are thriving. So grab your pen and paper as we get started, and learn firsthand tips and tricks to change the trajectory of your lives so we can live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannard, known as the Fearless Living Expert, and today we have an amazing woman with us and we are going to be talking about youth in business. So let's bring her on. Hello, how are you?
1: Hi everyone, lovely to be with you. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: You're welcome, thank you. So let's get started. Tell us your name and a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so my name is Sherry Jones. Uh, Together with my husband, um, once we started to have our own children, I'm originally a teacher and so love working with young people. And when we started to have our own family, we realised that while we love the schooling system and teaches our our kids so many things, we felt like there was a little bit of a gap that our kids weren't really being taught financial and sort of life skills. And so um, we started a business with our son at the time he was just, um, well, it's funny actually, because we had friends over for dinner and he made these colorful potions and he was trying to sell them to our friends. So we all had a bit of a joke, but when our friends went home, we sort of sat him down and said, if he wanted to uh, have, you know, sell something, that's great, but how could we provide value? Because that's what it really comes down to as a business owner. And so, um, yeah, we came out with a few ideas here in Australia. I'm based in Perth. We have a lot of sunshine and my son loves to spend a lot of time outdoors. And so he started at that stage a little herb business. So people would SMS in their orders. He'd come home from school, package up his herbs and go and deliver them. Now at the age of seven and eight, he was doing around um, $25 an hour. And so it was a cool little local business. Um, he's grown now, he's 15 and he runs an online business now. But for me, um, my eldest was always a really shy kid. So while he got motivated by the money and the cash flow side of the business, for us, it was really a great opportunity to boost his confidence Confidence, to get out there, to speak to people, uh, to promote his business, and so it was a really great avenue for him to be able to do that and learn all of those skills, um, and obviously the financials and profit and loss and margins, and um, yeah, so it's been great um, for him and what he, the skills that he's learned from it. And um, at Youth in Business, we're really big in developing the skill set of an entrepreneur with kids. So. Um, What are the skills that they can learn? Because I think um, a lot of the time teenagers are underrated. They're so capable, especially nowadays with all of the online skills that they have, it's so easy for them to implement them into a business and develop those skill set now. And we say escape the rat race before they've ever even entered it. You know, Mm -hmm. what better time to start a business if you don't have a mortgage and commitments and bills? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so it's worked really lovely. Now my kids run an online business, so I have four kids now. Um, my eldest three run an online business together. My daughter's just five. And so, yeah, it works really nicely. They're able to work um, to their strengths. So one kid really loves selling. One, um, one of my sons really loves the, the, the spreadsheet side of the business and making sure the stock levels okay and negotiating with suppliers. Uh, so they're able to really work to their strengths. So, um, yeah, and the biggest months they've had recently was about $20,000 US in oh, a wow. month. So, yeah, so they're growing it really nicely, all runs online and um, it's really great to see them as siblings have a goal to work towards because we all know as mums and dads how much siblings can squabble and fight. And so it's really great as, uh, as the three siblings together, they're really able to work towards their strengths and have that common goal that they're all working towards. So it's a really nice bonding thing as well
0: that's beautiful so is there a goal right now that they're working towards that they're saving up money for
1: yeah we we really recommend if you can um the kids setting some sort of a goal to work towards so um at the moment my kids are working towards a ski trip in japan uh that's the latest um we took the kids to new zealand last year for a ski trip they fell in love with the snow and snowboarding and skiing and so That's what they're working towards. But I think in the early days, my kids had really small goals. And I think Mm. if your kids can um, get out and even in their first month of business and have a small goal that they can work towards, then when they achieve it. So I think a few years ago, my son wanted this big electric Lego set, It was like, you know couple of hundred dollars, yeah. and that was what he was working towards. And he went out on one Saturday morning. I remember he'd made all of these um, caramel popcorn bags, and he went out to a soccer field where people were playing soccer and went out to the mums and dads. And just that one morning of selling, he was able to then go, hey, mum, wow, I can go get my Lego down. And so I think the goals that the kids are working towards themselves and achieving means so much more to them. Like he, that was just his prize thing because he had worked, he had earned it. And so I think whatever the goal is, if it's an experience like a trip, or if it's you know, um, my eldest was wanting a, a gaming laptop that he worked towards. I think um, it really gives them that drive that motivation and that purpose in their business and it just means so much more to them so whatever it is a lot of the kids it's a new phone or older kids it might be their first car
0: but yeah
1: having something for them to work towards I do think helps with that purpose and um, that meaning behind their business and what they're what they're working for.
0: Yeah. So I know that you have mentioned that some of the skills that they were not learning in school have been instilled in them through, you know, creating their business. What are some of those skills that were lacking um, being taught in school?
1: Uh, I just feel a lot of like the financial and life skills. So. A lot of kids come out of school, they don't know how mortgages work. Um, they don't know how credit cards work, just general debt. Um, I feel like a lot of those skills, budgeting, just a lot of actual implementation and life skills. I know when my husband bought his first house, he didn't re- He didn't even know what mortgage insurance was. He thought that mortgage insurance was protecting him as the buyer when in actual fact it's protecting the bank, right, uh, who he was lending from. So I just think a lot of those skills... Um, yeah, so we're, we're really big on teaching our kids all of those sort of life skills that a lot of us, I feel like, learn um, have to learn the hard way, right? Often we have True. some really hard lessons. So I think if the more we can educate our kids and teach them, it's just going to set them up so much more, give them a competitive advantage that a lot of other kids just don't know.
0: So your kids started, you know, creating their business. How did it turn into a business for you? How did, you know, probably other parents, family, friends started saying, okay, teach my kids. What was that like?
1: Yeah. So what happened was that uh, Trent was obviously very young at the time. But as he was growing his business, a lot of people were like, wow, this is awesome. and t- And they could see the change in trends. So obviously, the people that knew us personally could see that he was developing confidence, that he was developing those interpersonal skills that... Often nowadays, I think a lot of kids lack living in a digital age. So I think as they saw our son changing, a lot of people would say, wow, how can I do this with my kids too? Mm-hmm. And so at the time, we met some um, other um, people in like in our network that um, they had older children, teenagers that were running a business. And so they said, hey, let's get together. And put a program together so we can help other people too and so we were just like oh wow really like um, we weren't um, digital marketers or uh, very tech savvy at the time this was back in 2016 and so yeah we started putting a program together we ran our first workshop where we just had parents and kids come and with the first lot of clients that we took on we worked really intensively to try and provide as much value as we could and really find out because I think often as a business owner we have an idea. Idea, a picture about what people want and need but it's not until you actually start working with them you're like hey I thought you know they would need this but actually we need to pivot this is what right. they need and so that first group of clients um, we worked one-on-one for uh, for 12 months and so that was fantastic because we really got to get them really good results but also we learned so much about what they needed and really built the program around what our clients were asking for and I think um, That's how it went so well. And so, yeah, we only started with a handful of clients. And then, um, yeah, some of the kids got amazing results. One of um, the kids wrote a book, How I Made More Money Than My Principal, before I left school. Um, A couple of the kids now have won International um, Business Awards. One of the kids won the International Be the Change Award for an Environment and Sustainability Business. We've even had kids buy their own house before they're 18 now. Oh, wow. yeah, so it's been really Absolutely. like stuff I would never think would have grown out of this idea for Trent wanting to sell something. But, um, yeah, it's been a pretty great journey.
0: That's beautiful. So what are some of the challenges that either your children, you know, face or the other kids face, you know, when they're creating their business, probably not being taken serious, some of those things like that?
1: Yeah, I think, um, obviously... With Youth in Business, we also love to interview other kids, successful kids out there. So we've interviewed some of the kids on Shark Tank. And, yeah, I think initially when you are growing your business, I think um, – online when you're negotiating. So my son, if he has an idea for a product, I'm like, great, go and research it, go and do your due diligence, email your suppliers. And they don't realize that they're emailing a 15 year old. So that's fine. (laughs) But I think when it gets to the face-to-face side of, you know, boardrooms and having meetings. Yeah. um, Sometimes when your kid rocks up in a t-shirt, I think people like, Hang on a minute. Um, another thing that we find is um, recently my kids sold it at some markets. There was a series of markets that they sold at. And while we were there, um, people would be like, oh, wow, you've got all these helpers helping you in your business. And I was like, no, we're actually helping them. So I right. think a lot of the time people will think that our kids are helping with our business. I'm like, no, we're here for working for free because we want to help our kids. So, so that's happened as well. A lot of people just presume it's our business instead of the kids. Um, but overall, um, yeah, I just think it's been amazing for um, the kids, the, like I said, the skill set of an entrepreneur, the things that they're learning, and also the connections they're making. Yeah. So um, one of our kids um, jo- that, that we've helped in the program, Josh, created this really cool um, sunscreen called Seagull Milk. Obviously, here in Australia, we have really high UV ratings. And so Obviously, sunscreen is a product that predominantly only sells, you know, at a certain time of the year. So Josh was able to connect with the founder of Hurley in the in America, and now he's breaking into the US market, which obviously oh, nice. has an inverse summer to ours. So I think. The connections that your kids make as well. Like um, I remember we interviewed Alina Morse uh, in America, who who created Zollipops, and she was on her way home from the White House when we interviewed her. She'd been invited to the annual Easter egg roll and she was just 12. So I think having a having a young person in business, it attracts attention right. and they're able to meet some really cool people and have experiences. Like my kids have been on the news, uh, they've been online and yeah, for, for a young person, that um, yeah, it's really quite exciting, the possibilities there.
0: That's awesome. So do you only work with uh, children, or do you also work with the parents? Uh,
1: well, we find that Youth in Business is a real family-based program, because obviously you need to have the parents supportive of the idea that um, their children are pursuing, but obviously it's led by the by the children. So um, we have families come on. So um, yeah, prior to COVID, we were running live events and people would come along. Now it's purely an online model. Uh, so we have free training at youthinbusiness.com that people can come along and check out. We have a list of winning ideas. So if you're like, hey, I love this idea, but I have no idea where to start. So we have free training to help with all of that and a five-step system. Um, but yeah, we find that um, the best thing to do um, I think as a parent is if your kids have an interest is to capture it while it's there. Cause you know, kids, um can get distracted but we work with kids any predominantly we work between 10 and 19 is sort of our main category but often we find families will join and there might be a younger sibling that's say seven eight or nine so um yeah it is a really a family-based program i think it's great as a family also we've had a lot of parents in the program that have been able to quit their full-time job and work in the business for their kids so it really does become a family business And the kids love it when they like to say, hey, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Mom and (laughs) dad are working for me. (laughs) So, yeah, we've had a few parents do that. So it really does become a family dynamic in the business. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions. So how do you handle, how do you balance, how do you deal with being the mom or being, you know, the client because you're working for them?
1: Yes, I definitely think it can be an interesting dynamic. I think um, it's really great, though, when you can sit down on a project with your kids and really have that um, outcome that you're working towards. So it really does become a journey, I think. I think ultimately uh, a lot of our, the people that we've helped the families say that it's brought them closer together because they're spending more time together. They have that common goal that they're working towards. Obviously, the day-to-day can be a bit interesting at times, but I think ultimately, you um, the kids know that you're on their side and then you're at, you're a team and you're working towards that outcome. And so most of the time, the parents that I've talked to that have quit their jobs to work with the kids yeah. absolutely love it because they say they've just, it's taken their relationship to a whole new level.
0: That's awesome. Do the kids ever go, you know, to their schools or other schools and do like workshops and talk about what they're doing and try to get other, bis- you know, other kids to start their businesses.
1: Uh, We've had a couple of the older kids that have been running their business for a few years, yeah, do exactly that, go back to the school that they went to or go to other schools. One of our kids, Corey, he actually – yeah, was selling. he had a protein ball business and then had a really bad accident and actually broke his spine and so um, couldn't even walk, had to learn how to walk again, and he was 16. And so since then he's become a bit of a motivational speaker, obviously talking about his physical challenges with his accident but also the lessons that he's learnt from his business. And so he goes and talks to kids in schools about how you can overcome challenges and, yeah, the really – the freedom that his business has been able to provide him um, now that he's finished school and where he's at now. So yeah, a couple of our kids have done that. Um, one of the kids that we work with, Ned, he took out the International Be the Change Award. He's super passionate about um, ocean cleanups and preserving our environment. So he sells sustainable products, um, and specifically bamboo toothbrushes. And he sells. Um, he's been able to get massive. Um, contracts with um, retirement homes and things like that. So he's literally selling tens of thousands of these toothbrushes a month. And he donates part of his proceeds to Ocean Cleanups. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the kids that we work with and even our own kids have a have a charity aspect, a giving back aspect in their business, whatever's important to them. So Josh with the seagull milk um, sunscreen, he gives back to a skin cancer um, charity. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's really nice as well. We talk about doing good is good business and we teach that to the kids. And so whatever's passionate to them um, Yeah, the kids are about, obviously, they run profitable businesses, but making a change to their community and the environment as well.
0: That's beautiful. And that's definitely a skill that's now taught in schools.
1: That's it, definitely. And so I think that's great. We talk to the kids about, yeah, what an impact you can make, whether it's speaking, whether it's, yeah, giving back, however they can really impact those around them. Right.
0: Yeah. What is something, what is a lesson that, or something that you have learned throughout this process that you wish you would have known at the beginning of your journey?
1: Oh, that's a great question. I think the biggest thing that I've learned um, through this process is to feel the fear and do it anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: think a lot of the time, especially as adults, we will get Focused on something and it sort of causes us to stop. We lose that momentum and we often get sort of caught up in our own little thought process. What I've learned through this process um, is to really get out of my comfort zone. Mm. So I never thought I would be teaching um, kids business skills and it wasn't until, you know. We met some friends who were already in the digital space that were like, hey, this is a cool program. Let's put it together and sort of gave us the confidence to do that. I think um, we have an analogy that we share with um, the kids in the program and it's uh, it's to do with the lobster. So you have lobsters, right? Um, and they're out in the water and they're growing. And what happens is they can only grow to a certain point within their shell mm-hmm. and then if what they actually have to do is crack open and let go of that shell, in order to be able to grow a new one, and that process happens repeatedly over their lifetime, right? And so we liken that to if we don't get out of our comfort zone, if we just stayed in that sh- in that initial shell, the lobster wouldn't be able to grow. Mm. And so that's a great way for kids to learn that. Hey, you know, I'm for me to be able to grow what do I need to do to get out of my comfort zone? So for us, so for me in particular with this, yeah, taking that step to becoming the expert was getting out of my comfort zone originally. Now we've been doing it for over eight years and obviously we've been able to help a lot of families and so that's been great. But I think, yeah, if you feel the fear and do it anyway, I think it's a great thing as an adult. Like if we want to be growing and progressing, whatever aspect of our lives, whether it's our health, whether it's, you know, Business, whether it's family, relationships, um, you know, stepping out of our comfort zone is really the only way that we can grow. So yeah.
0: I love that. I love that. So what what is what are the kids working on in their business? What are some goals that they're working towards um for the rest of 2023?
1: Yeah. So this year they have some big plans. Um we're coming into summertime where we are in the southern hemisphere. So um, they love to run as much as they love the online side of their business they love to meet people face to face and really talk about their products and be able to get out there and hear feedback from their target market so they have some exciting like live events and um, markets planned over the summertime. um like i said they're working towards a ski trip in japan so we're hoping to get there in january um so that's exciting for them they're they're really excited for that um Yeah, individually, my kids, um, like while they're working together now on a business, I think long-term, like my second son would like to ultimately, he wants to be an influencer on YouTube. So he was starting a little channel on the side. He's just 12. So I don't know where that will take him, but he's really excited about that. So I just think, um, I feel like as a parent, there's moments in our children's lives where they're really captivated. With an idea, and I think if you can capture that, and whatever that is, if it's starting the violin or dance or surfing or whatever it is, or you know, becoming an entrepreneur and a bus- having their own business, whatever it is, if we can capture that interest and really support them along the way, I think that makes a massive difference to them long term. Um, supporting them on that journey.
0: Yeah. What advice would you give to you know? A parent that has, you know, a youth that, you know, has an idea, they want to start something, do something, and they try to go for it and it does not work out. How do you deal with that disappointment?
1: Sure. Well, what we actually recommend, so on our website at youthinbusiness.com, we have a list of 101 winning business ideas. So these are business ideas that we know work. Either our kids have done them or kids that we've worked with. We've actually launched Youth in Business overseas in the UK. So we've worked with kids around the world. And so they're winning their ideas that we know work. So that's a great place to start. It's literally a resource you can print out, sit down with your kids and spend five minutes and say, hey, what stands out to you? And they can go through and highlight a couple The next step is that we really recommend is literally just taking action. When kids are excited about something, they want to do it and they want to do it now. Right. So not like let's create the website, let's create this great flyer. Like they just want to get out and they want to promote. So I think as a parent, if you can just – follow their lead in a way is a really nice way to do that while they're motivated and excited about the idea. And then we actually recommend doing what's called a $20 challenge. So in their first month of business, no prior experience, the kids that we help start this challenge. So it's a 30-day challenge and the limitations of the challenge is they're only allowed to start with $20. That's Mm -hmm. it. And what happens is the kids are able to reinvest that money over the month. So what, ha- so what we really recommend is kids highlighting a couple of, ide- of ideas and going out and selling it before you build it. So mm-hmm. this is a really key principle. It's step two out of our five-step system is selling the idea first. So what that means is if you have an idea for a product that you can find online or something that you want to make yourself, get some images of the product first and go and promote it. So, for example, we had two... Um, two boys that we helped in the program, Lucas and Clay, they wanted to sell really cool, sustainable products. Now, instead of going and spending hundreds of dollars ordering these products and then hoping to sell them, they literally went online, found pictures of the products they were wanting to sell, made sure the numbers worked. Then they created a two-week free trial on Shopify, went and created a Facebook store and literally went out and promoted those products first. They were able to um, do over $1,600 of sales in their first 30 days. And then when people placed their order, so the money came in, then they went and ordered the product and shipped it straight to their customer. So here at Youth in Business, it's really all about sales first Um, if you can master sales in your business, nearly any other issue can be taken care of. So what we recommend with the kids is sell it before you build it. If your kids have an idea for a service, like we've had kids in the program, obviously do the traditional ones like lawn mowing and so on, but also social media management. Um, putting content out for small business owners, we've had um, one young girl, Caitlin, do be really successful at that, and she's um, been able to help a range of business owners managing and putting out content online to really engage with their viewers. So what she, what Caitlin did was put an outline of what she wanted to do, and literally went out and promoted it first. Said, "Hey, I'm launching this exciting service-based business." Got her clients in first. And was really able to then, um, like we said before, build around what your clients are looking for. So I think whether it's a product or a service-based business, sell it before you build it. And if you can do that with the $20 challenge, what we found was the first month of um, the first year that we ran this challenge, you know, most kids would do around five or $600. So we found the next year, the kids, most of the kids that joined the program did over $1,000 in their first 30 days wow. of sales. So we actually created a 1K club. And so the kids get a trophy if they make that in their first month of their business. Um, They're on our website. So if you want to see what other kids have done, you can go check it out, the 1K Club. It's on our website. And so um, that's a really nice starting point. If the kids can do that in their first month of business, they're able to prove the concept. Now, like I said, back to our winning ideas, if your kids highlight, you know, three or four ideas and they go out with the first one and they don't really have the success they're looking for that's completely fine because we know that um, failure is only feedback, right? Um, That's where we learn. That's where we grow. So whatever our kids, you know, if something happens in business that they're not expecting, as parents, we really sit down and have the conversation. Well, what can we learn from this? Um, What can we apply moving forward? And so let's move on to the next idea. Let's try this one. But the great thing with the sell it before you build an idea is that, The kids aren't having to risk anything. And what a lot of the kids find is um, they'll do the challenge and they'll come back to us and they're like, hey, Sherry, we didn't even need the $20 to begin with. Because when they're promoting it first, they literally... It doesn't cost them a cent to do that. So go out and promote, sell it before you build it, make those sales first. And the cool thing is now our current record holder for the $20 challenge, um, in their first month of business ever, they did over $5,000. So that's our record holder. And they predominantly sold um, pet treats and caramel popcorn. And that was literally they just got out and started. So I think, um, you know, we a passion about opening kids' minds to really what's possible. And a lot of the time opening parents' minds to what's possible for their kids. So I think if you can just encourage them to take action and if they don't have the success they're hoping for, just have those conversations. Is like, right, what have we learned from this? And how could we change or pivot that moving forward? Um, but we find that, Most of the kids that just get out there, take that action, promote um, and bring that, do that, sell it before you build it strategy, the results will come. And um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. There's so many options out there for kids nowadays with being online and um, the skills that they have. So yeah, just get out there and take action would be my best advice.
0: And I think that's beautiful too, because kids are more resilient, fearless and more determined than adults. Whereas adults, you know, we have a failure. It's kind of like it keeps us stuck for a moment, and we're asking ourselves all these questions. Where kids would just, okay, what's the next thing, and then just get right up and keep going.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think it's worked so well. They don't have the limitations that we as adults go. What about this? And this could happen. And what about that? They're just like, let's hit the rubber hits the road. Let's let's do it. So yeah, I think that's what works in their favor as well. Mm -hmm. um, Is we can get yeah reduced by our limitations. Well, I think kids can just go out there, take action. And if you as the parent can just support them in that, it works beautifully.
0: Right. So as we get ready to wind down, where can our audience and our listeners connect with your business and your kids' business?
1: Yeah. So um, the best place to go is to youthinbusiness.com. That's where we have some free training where you and your kids can watch together or uh they can watch it on their own and also check out the resources there. Uh, so we have the 101 Winning Business Ideas, um, but we also have a really cool, uh, it's called Youth in Business TV, you'll see a tab there. And that's where we interviewed, uh, you know, the kids that we work with. And we also interview kids from around the world. So if you want to check out Alina's video about Zollipops or, um, you know, Josh and Seagull Milk, you can go on there. It's a really great place as, uh, if you can watch with your kids and just start having those conversations. is like, oh, wow, what did we learn from that? What are some of the, the tips that they really recommended for entrepreneurs starting out? Yeah. So that's a really great place to inspire you and your kids and really open their minds to what's possible. And then obviously, yeah, the resources are there to help you get started and really uh, take action, get going with the $20 challenge if you you and your kids are keen. Um, and uh, you'll see our, the story of our kids on there. You can check out the 1K Club and the 10K Club at youthandbusiness.com. Really uh, learn from what other kids are doing doing Um, I think if you can take away and uh if your kids have a similar passion um yeah learn from what other kids are doing and how you can apply that into their own business and their own entrepreneurship journey
0: awesome is there anything that anything else that you would like to share that I have not asked you about um
1: not that I can think of I think we've pretty much covered a lot of it there but um yeah I hope um know just to recap remember the lobster and I think if we can have those conversations with our kids whatever it is in life um yeah getting um you know even with our kids it's obviously baby steps and different levels to us as adults but I think if you can provide that supportive environment like we said have have a goal that they're working towards and that correlates really nicely with their business say hey if we want to achieve that goal what are the steps that we can do this week to work to achieving that goal uh, so we're like have an elephant size goal but break it up into bite-sized chunks mm. uh uh-huh. have, you know and so what can we do today or what can we do this week to work towards that goal so i think that um if you can do that your kids uh, that's a great skill in life no matter what you're doing whether it's business or working towards Uh, you know, something in their, their, you know, at school or uh, a a lead that they want to get in a play, like whatever it is, I think um, if you can, at the beginning of the year, we actually do vision boards with our kids. So -hmm. they sit down in different areas of their life goals that they want to achieve. And we put up pictures and my daughter puts glitter all over hers (laughs) and they have it up in their bedroom. But I think um, that's a great skill in itself that we can teach Mm -hmm. our kids like What's a goal that's passionate for you? And how can we help you work towards and achieve that goal? And once they start doing that, even if it's a little goal, um, it builds so much confidence in themselves that they, hey, what can I work towards now? So I think that that's a great skill that any parent can teach their kids as well.
0: Awesome. That is beautiful. So thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you so much, Marianne. I've loved being with you. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. As your host, I am grateful for you. And I invite you to share this podcast. And don't forget to leave a review. Let's connect on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page or on Instagram at Marianne Rivera Dannert. You can also visit my website, com and sign up for some freebies as you start to live a fearless life. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a
1: safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary.